Riverside. Hello, and welcome back to The Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad. It's been a busy summer so far, especially in Texas, where it doesn't feel like summer because Chelsea keeps having her power knocked out by hailstorms and rainstorms and windstorms and it tornado works. warnings. What was that, Wes? Is that it works? Texas is doing oh. its job. It the works today. Works. We don't know about tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> That's tomorrow good. isn't promised. Tomorrow good, is not it? promised. Uh, so when we're leading off this week, we got some great news. There was another perfect game. Wes, you said it was the first perfect game since Felix Hernandez threw one for your beloved Mariners by Domingo Herman. Since 2012. Since 2012. So 12 years. Wes, weren't you almost at that game? I wasn't at that game. I was against one that Philip Umber pitched against the Mariners. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. It's kind of funny because that game. Is that, the, is that the White Sox? Yeah, the White Sox. It's funny because <laughs> by the eighth inning, all the Mariners fans had turned against the Mariners and they were rooting for the <laughs> White Sox to throw a perfect game. So like every time like someone on the Mariners made contact with the bat, they got booed. Of course. You just want to see it. You're like, I paid my money for my ticket. I just want to see this yeah. once-in-a-lifetime thing. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah no, for the, the Felix one, I was at physical therapy. So I Yeah. And was I was at one where it was perfect into the eighth inning so, with Felix. That hurts. And so it was so close. But yeah, Felix I was so good. so good. He was. He really was. That's painful. I uh I think it's funny that this one was against the Oakland A's. The Yankees were playing the Oakland A's because Wes, the one was against your team that you saw. This yeah. is against the Oakland A's. And the only one that I really remember watching live, I had part of me watching live on television, not in person, was Dallas Braden's no-hitter for the Oakland A's. That's oh, the one yeah. that really comes to mind. <laughs> I remember the Philip Umber game once you mentioned it, but the one that came to mind was the Dallas Braden perfect game. I, Man, if you had asked me when the last perfect game was, I would have said it was probably a few years ago. I did not realize it was so long ago because I feel like yeah. around 2012, like, like the early 2010s, there was like, one every year it seemed like yeah it did feel like that for a while but we've had a string of no hitters for sure there's been yeah. strings yeah. of no hitters recently it seems like there was a no hitter like every week last year yeah but no yeah, perfect games perfect games are few and far between yeah 24 24 oh, since history of baseball there yeah. if you could throw a perfect game you're king you you're gonna get at least two more contracts based on one perfect game Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, his he's gonna he's gonna be loaded for the rest of his life. So, and I thought Simone Biles was loaded for the rest of her life, but she's back. Chelsea, can you tell me more about her coming back for the U.S. Classic in August? Yes. So August fourth, she will be returning uh, to to competition, and it's amazing because everyone had just kind of assumed right after the Tokyo games that she would in fact be retiring. And then there was some like, Oh, but maybe, maybe not like maybe she'll be back. But she did actually clarify that. Yes, she will be um, entering the U S classic just six weeks from now. So that's pretty, 
pretty exciting. And also in other exciting news, um, just in the last like week or so, she finalized the purchase of her gym um, here in Houston, Texas. She is in fact my neighbor, which is pretty cool. Um, even <laughs> though now. I haven't run into her yet. Yeah, for, 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 now, for now. For now, she's my neighbor. <laughs> but uh, so she did buy her own, buy her gym too, which is awesome. Like, so she's, she is set for life financially, but she's also investing in herself, in her community, in the sport that she loves. And that's awesome that she's able to do that at the very young age of 26, even though, as my brother will point out, 26 is very old for a gymnast. She's <laughs> 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 such a hard sport on her. It'll, but. it'll be interesting to see if she tries to make a run for 24 Olympics. It looks like it. this is really kind of the, there's only a few, like kind of the elite level meets um, between now and, and trials. So I think we will see her at Olympic trials if this is what she wants to do, if she doesn't want to go to the Olympics again, and she just wants to have fun at a very high level meet. Good for her. I'm just excited to see what she does. Yeah, let's leave her alone. Let's stay out of her mm -hmm. mental health, guys. Let's let's actually watch one of the greatest athletes that we've ever had come through the United States without having to be like, oh, she's mentally free. No, she's just a better athlete than you could ever dream of being. That means even in your dreams, when you're fast asleep, she kicks your ass. Okay? <laughs> so leave her alone. Let's let her compete, and let's see what she can do. Because, Wes, maybe she can make the Olympics again. That'd be a hell of a yeah. story. I don't know. In uh, my dreams, I can hold an iron cross for like five minutes, okay? <laughs> On the rings. <laughs> <laughs> I am so athletic in my dreams. In my yeah. dreams, I don't run a decathlon. I run whatever a 15 event athlon is. I do them all, every single one in my dreams. I gold medal every sport in the Olympics, bro. Winter and summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes winter and summer what's that sport it doesn't exist yet why because my brain invented it <laughs> i didn't want to escape baseball too quickly because we had an amazing thing happen just recently yes shohan otani exists he's he's amazing 10ks two home runs in the same game is stupid it's ridiculous he's probably the best athlete it. we have right now as far as sports is concerned because of what he can do on the baseball diamond because he can pitch he can hit he's an all-around athlete he plays every single game he's not your typical pitcher i know you could say patrick mahomes but patrick mahomes doesn't play linebacker wait until you he know? throws a perfect game and hits for the cycle in one game yeah i mean like it's it's funny because people want to compare him to uh other great athletes and i'm like but he if you were to compare him to an nfl athlete he would play offense and defense yeah, mm -hmm. right. Like you don't understand how talented he is. But on top of that, did you guys see what his team did to the Colorado Rockies? Was that the twenty-four and zero? Twenty-five to one. Oh yeah, that was. Oh, <laughs> I must have missed. I'm did sorry, I must score? have missed the last inning. I thought they scored a couple. Yeah, runs. yes, they did. I do remember seeing a comment that they did in fact score. Yeah, but still, 25 runs, and I think 21 of those, or 23 of those, were in the first four innings. One yes. inning, they had 13 runs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when you just forfeit, when you're like, okay, sorry. Yeah, right? is, is there a run rule? <laughs> yeah. Is you... a run? What is it, a mercy rule? Is there a yeah. mercy rule? <laughs> yeah, like T-ball mercy rules. I mean, softball oh does God. it. <laughs> You have to, though. Who were who they pitching at that point? Like, did they just, like... Like a right hey. fielder, right? Was it, like, yeah. a right fielder just, just trot like about there? Like a fielder with a big arm? Hey, you go out there. <laughs> you can throw the ball.
Yeah, I mean, was, there's no crying in baseball, but I think there was might have been some crying in this game. Like, it was just, yikes. <laughs> there was definitely some people in the clubhouse having a couple beers for the Colorado Rockies because they're like, well, we're not coming back, so yeah. let's, <laughs> let's crack a few open and let's let's see where this goes. Let's see how many they can put up on us. What? And it turned out to be 25, 25 to I 1. I wonder what the atmosphere is like in the like the owner's box. Like among like all the big shots, when you're getting your ass kicked like that, I think at a certain point, right, you just stop caring. That's and, and that's kind of what I'm going for when I say the Colorado Rockies are just sitting in the clubhouse. Because what are you going to do? What, yeah. Seriously, like logically, what are you going to do? You're not going to burn out another one of your pitcher's arms. Fire so the throw GM him. on the spot. Fire the, <laughs> Fire the GM. Get a new skipper. Whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't score me, if you don't double our run total, you're fired. Well, we've got one, so you want me to get two? <laughs> I get I get two. Well, so I was going to say, this game, though, reminds me of, like, the LSU-Florida series in the College World Series, which All just happened. All three games are blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 18-4 to 4 was the third game score. I'm trying to pull up the others. It's a little bit hard to break the them up, but Yeah, the just... game is, like, 24 or something, like, 22. Yeah, I feel like it was it was something else equally crazy as this this Rockies. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was weird. Game. It was an interesting um, series. Right after we went off the air, we had Chris Paul get traded last week. We had Chris Porzingis get traded last week. Wes, it all got crazy, and I was talking to you about Chris Paul not having any championships, and then he gets traded to the Warriors. Do you think that improves his chances to be a champion? And do you think that validates my point that Jordan Poole was bad? It was a bad contract. And it wasn't because he got punched. He's just bad. <laughs> um. So Chris Paul is not getting a championship with the Warriors anytime soon. Okay. Um. Sorry to sorry to bust your bubble. Bust my bubble. Not burst, bust. Yeah, okay, so, that's a good comment. Thank you, Chelsea, for filling the void there because Wes just shut down in the middle of his comment. Well, sorry, I was, I was reading about the the trade. Um, no, so what I want to hear, though, what I really want to know is yeah. what is your reasoning for thinking that the Warriors will not get a championship? Because we've had this conversation. Draymond Green is leaving. I mean, he sucks anyways. That actually probably improves their chances. But they're all over the hill. Like, Steph Curry is, like, on the down. He's not over the hill. He was great last year. And they don't have enough. They don't have enough. Their bench is not deep enough anymore. Well, I mean, all their players are a year older. You got Moses Moody coming off the bench. You got Kamiga coming off the bench. You've got Looney still at center. You've got Clay Thompson. Should improve, we hope. We'll see if those knees can hold up, that leg can hold up. Steph Curry's good. Now you have a distributor, so you move Steph to shooting guard and positional, positionless basketball, right? They just need a couple big bodies. I'm telling you, there's younger, better teams, and they're, the Warriors aren't getting better. Chris Paul is like not going to cut all, it. This is Chris all Paul's set old. After, Chris Paul's old. After they got the second overall pick, and they ended up winning the championship. When did they win the championship? Not this year. <laughs> Not a year before this year, though. 
year before okay, this year they in, did. Okay, yeah, we're talking. She asked me about the future, not the okay, past. So obviously, they I, won championships in the past. We know okay, that. Okay, but will you concede that they are more than likely, more likely than not, to go to the playoffs and advance in the playoffs? I mean, they're probably going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they'll advance, but probably. making the playoffs in the NBA isn't good. There's no, 20 teams I, that make the playoffs. That's it's why easy. I added the caveat of and advance. <laughs> I mean, okay, so they might they might make it to the play-in in advance. What are you talking She's about? Louise. The wow, play-in? you are so delusional. Why would, would they the only make the play-in, Wes? They would make the play-in and then advance. Name the, the six teams the that are going to make the playoffs before them. Yeah. Nuggets, uh, Suns, maybe Grizzlies, but they're going to get worse. Telling than you, the, I'm telling you what's going to happen. Obviously, the Sonics. Blazers. Clippers could be good next year. Pelicans could be good next year. Lakers. But the Lakers, if they get Kyrie, maybe, as much as I hate to say that, because Kyrie's kind of the worst. I think Kyrie is, what you call him, Wes? He's cancer to all teams he's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Draymond. Just him like and Draymond, Draymond should be on a team together. They'd be great. <laughs> you know, did you hear the rumors, Mr. Trailblazer fan, about who wants him? No. Damian Don't Lillard wants, wants Draymond Green That's in gross. Portland. If he was to stay in Portland. I mean, it makes sense, though, because look at the two-man game he's got with Steph Curry. And Damian Lillard yeah. is, is is slightly comparable to Steph Curry. And maybe he feels like if he gets Draymond Green, that will open up the floor for him and give him another distributor. Well, if they get and Draymond if, Green, they're going to be trash. Well, if they get Draymond Green, Damian Lillard will stay. And I think that's kind of the biggest factor that goes towards the Blazers going ahead because they're trying with every fiber they have to keep Dame. I don't know if it'll work if they don't, if they don't get, if they don't cede to his, to his requests here. Uh, yeah. I think it's funny because Wes is over here like, well, Draymond Green will still be a cancer if he's on the Trailblazers. And then the Trailblazers open up the season, you know, 20 and 5. And Wes is like, I love Draymond Green so much. He's the best ever. I'm so glad he's on the Trailblazers. Like, you're I'm making never that face now. I'm, I'm, never still so, that. I'm still so salty. And, the, and you kind of brought this up. The Blazers started 18 and 0 last year. <laughs> And then they just imploded and never, they didn't just like lose a game. They like lost a game and lost all of their confidence at the same time and just did not come back from that. Yeah. I, I was just like, so stoked. I was like, oh man, this might actually be a good year for them. Maybe not the championship, <laughs> but like maybe something good. Yeah. No, typical Blazers just can't it's, do it's it. That's like the Mariners make the playoffs last year and then they don't do crap in the off season. They were the most profitable team in 2022, and what did they do with all that profit? They lined their pockets. Nothing. They didn't get. They didn't go after anybody. And what's the result? They're under 500, and they suck. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with Seattle Seahawks and the Portland Trailblazers with uh, Paul Allen's estate wanting to sell the teams and give the money to charity, and yeah. the families trying yeah. to hold on to the teams. Yeah, yeah, it's that's definitely interesting because his family, I think it's his sister. Yeah, it's his sister. Is it who runs 
who runs the Paul Allen Foundation now, she really wants to hold on to those teams. But his estate specifically says that they, he wants them to be sold. So it's, yeah, I mean, they're, they're it's, it's clear they're going to be sold. But And then there's rumors. Well, they I have to, right? Because it's last Knight. Will and Testament. Yeah. I think there's rumors of Phil Knight wanting to buy the Blazers. He's up there in age two, though. Yeah. But... Would that be a conflict of Phil Knight? Would he have to get get off the board at Nike if he were to buy the Trailblazers? Because he no supplies way. the NBA with gear. I I think they'll carve out a loophole for him, especially if he went in as a, a it, with partners. Oh no, man! What a great life Phil Knight has <laughs> has uh, gained for himself. If you watch Air, I highly recommend Air. We reviewed it on Popcorn and Beers. Really, you good. just it's so good. It's such a good movie. <laughs> But yeah, you just look at the life he has carved out for himself, and you're like, "Dang, Phil Knight did did it right. He handled it right, from running shoes to owning the Trailblazers. Possibly, that's very interesting." Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, let's talk about basketball. so the Trailblazers took Scoot Henderson with the third overall pick. I said another point guard, Damian. Another Lillard. point guard, point another that's... point guard. But let's talk about the guy that went right before him, Brandon Miller. So, Wes, if I was to ask you who the GOAT of the NBA was, what would you say? The GOAT? Like, the best player right now? Sure, we'll do just right now. LeBron. LeBron James, okay. Oh. Okay, the oh, best player going right now. Oh, did he just admit right this now. on tape? Because he was a LeBron hater uh, three weeks ago. No, um, he wanted the Lakers to win the championship. Yeah, yeah Wes wanted the Lakers to win the championship. He wanted them to beat the Nuggets. Hmm. Okay. He wanted a ring for the King. Yeah, yeah but before that, <laughs> before that, I feel like he was trash-talking LeBron. I feel like I've never really hated LeBron, but there was a time, I think, when he was on the Heat, and he did that whole, like, oh, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I was like, shut up, dude. But once he, when he went back to Cleveland and got a ring for them, he kind of won my fandom. Okay. I'm gonna look into this. You're such a softy. What a melting heart you are. What what a soft then, uh, belief you have in the system and how the system should work. Go in a ring for your hometown. Well, Who and cares then, if the owner is trash? And then when he won, um when he won a ring with the Lakers during COVID, right after Kobe, that was I was rooting for him then. That's, a, that's, a, that's so three years the last three years you've been a lebron fan i mean i've been a lebron fan for a while i just said cleveland okay <laughs> i hated on. i used to hate the moving lakers before that on. okay i'm sorry that i brought this topic up who's your goat chelsea in the nba right now okay so this is what really bothers me it really gets my goat that people don't know how to use this term properly it is an acronym for the greatest of all time so the greatest of all time has to be. I mean, you have to have Michael Jordan. But right now, who's your then? Who's your goot? Your goatess <laughs> of our time. Who is uh, that? <laughs> um, greatest of our time. Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna have to go with LeBron too. I think so too. Like it's it's a consensus against almost anybody. Okay, like maybe you could take a there'll be a Steph Curry littered in there or a KD littered in there. Like you'll hear those names. But those are probably it. I can't think of anyone else where we'd be like, oh, that person for sure. 
this go around. You, you're going to hear mm-hmm. maybe Kawhi Leonard, but his name got dropped out with all the injuries. Uh, he yeah. was up there for a while where we're like, is Kawhi up there with these greats like Kevin Durant, like uh, LeBron James, like Steph Curry? Because we thought he could just keep winning championships after the championship with the Spurs, the championship with the Raptors. And he only got that championship with the Raptors because the entire Warriors squad got injured going into that game. But he got it. Yeah. He got that ring. You just hate the Warriors. I'm telling you right now, if Le- if Draymond Green goes to the Trailblazers, Wes, and they start winning, you're gonna be you, we're gonna have to hear no, about it. Absolutely not. I okay. I hope you keep this energy. Good thing about Draymond Green. Okay, when he's holding up the championship for the Blazers, Wes is not yeah, allowed to we'll say see. one good thing. <laughs> I know that won't happen. <laughs> That's yeah, the most yeah. hypothetical world ever. But I just yeah. don't believe you, Wes. I just don't believe you. Now. Brandon Miller, when asked who his GOAT was, now this happened a while back before he got drafted, he said Paul George. And the only <laughs> thing I can think to myself, and he's just like, he's the GOAT of my generation, I think. He's the, He's been the greatest player in my generation. He did it all, except for winning any championships, really win a playoff game. I think he just won his first playoff series last year. And I think the only viral moment he's known for is breaking his leg. So wh- why would he be the GOAT? Can we think of any reasons why he would be the GOAT? Uh, no, no. There's a um, solid no yeah. right at the gates. And maybe he, to maybe come up he with the knew equation. him. You know, <laughs> like maybe he like befriended him when he was in high school and mentored him, and so he's like, "You're the best, dude." Like went to his basketball <laughs> camp. Yeah, I don't know. Does he maybe have like the best like TikTok reels or something like that? Like it's got to be something stupid like that because this kid has clearly he... not been watching like the league like the actual players in the league because th- there's no if you pull a million people in this country there would be exactly one vote not just this George. country not just this country, Every country. <laughs> yeah. what is he doing there would be one vote for paul george and that would be brandon miller you know maybe his uh publicist said hey before the draft you need a moment to go viral and he just chose this one. Mm. Maybe he knows he's full of it, but he knows if he says someone other than LeBron James, it's going to get picked up and go viral. So he thought of the most obscure name he could, and it was just Paul George. Paul George isn't obscure, but he's certainly not. A, he's not on the list, for sure. I would name 10 players before I got to Paul George. Yeah, yeah. same. But Minimum. Like, minimum 10 players. And then I'd pull out rosters and be like, yeah, that guy's still probably better than Paul George. Like, yeah, that guy's probably still better than Paul George. Like, the, Paul George is a nice piece. He's a nice piece. But, like, Jimmy Butler's better than Paul George. I'm very yeah. comfortable saying that. Jim, Jimmy Butler's been a very uh, a better player than Paul George. I just, I, I love these things, but it seems to be this number two pick that's toxic. It really does. It doesn't, and, and, it's very interesting to think, like, is this number two pick toxic? Because we've got John Morant right now going through it. And we also have Lonzo Ball with the article coming out that he may never play again. Which made me really sad. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was, it was it, after... The headline said he wouldn't return next year. It's it's He may never play again also, though. If you start reading into this, he could never play again. Yes, he's out again next year, but he was out all this year. Damn. So it's wild. And some of this has been attributed to various reasons, but a lot of it's mismanagement of injuries. 
but I can't imagine being that young and being told your career is over. It sucks. Yeah, it does happen though. I mean, you know, I've mentioned it before, but the Brandon Roy moment broke my heart. But he came back, but and it's funny that you said that, did, Chelsea. But... It, it is funny that you said Brandon Roy because the name that came to my mind, I was like, you know who he should reach out to? Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many examples in football of that, though. I mean, like Marcus Lattimore, in... South Carolina. Senior yeah. year. Helicopter but, leg. Yeah. Supposed to be like what? Like top 10 pick, probably. He was great at South Carolina. He was great yeah, he was at amazing. South Carolina. And he had already he would already come off an ACL injury right before that. I think the year prior, he missed the whole year due to an ACL injury. And that tackle was so brutal. And you see his leg. And I... I... Mm, mm, yeah, no, that is, that is still one of those few... That is one of those like sports injuries that has like just been perma-fried into my brain. And like I've I think I've only seen the video twice, maybe. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, nope. it never have it, to see it again because it just automatically replays when you bring him it up. And Willis <laughs> McGahee. Willis McGahee's the other one with the Willis McGahee knee from yeah. I think I was in high school maybe or just about to graduate yeah. high school when that Willis McGahee knee went off. But that was another one that was just like, oh gosh. So you hate to see that stuff, but you kind of hate to see this, but you love to hear about it, I guess, if you like the tea. Wes, there was some stuff you were telling us, and you were really celebrating Stephen F. Austin, women's bowling, uh, a couple shows ago for winning the Women's National Championship. And I couldn't help but think about you when I was hearing all this information come out about the Stephen yeah. F. Austin women's bowling team and their coaching situation. Yeah, so... So a couple months ago, I, I remarked because I just like saw this clip and those girls like playing bowling, they were so pumped up after like every strike. They were just like chest bumping each other, you know, <laughs> and then it just came out. Their assistant coach, a guy, was caught having relationship with one of the students, with one of the athletes on the team. And... Uh, he's married, and so his wife is the head coach of the bowling team. And so now he's been kicked off the team, and she's filed for divorce. Oh, God. <laughs> drama, drama. At a tiny little school that very few people In even Texas. know exists. Oh, man. This is such Texas drama. Gross. Right? <laughs> Well, did you read his response to the story, Wes? Have I you read not. his comments on it? No. Oh, please, someone pull up those quotes for me. And let's make sure we source it. Let's give this source out. But you have to find his quote. Find the husband's response to this. Because he immediately goes into <laughs> shaming his wife for having a career. It's, Are uh, you serious? Oh, it's... my God. It gets even more Texan. Holy oh, moly. Wait, hold on. Okay. Been... Okay, go ahead, Wes. And we uh, uh, source it out. Who are you reading this from? This is just SB Nation, but it's it's direct quotes from him by the there local newspaper. I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code. That's so where's, where's That's gross. Oh, I was the stay-at-home dad for five years. Well, the 
with the kids, well, Amber got to go off and coach the team. And when she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. When they travel again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that, trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. So he shames his wife for ha- coded again, but he shames his wife for having a career. How dare you have to be at home and take care of the kids while she goes out and earns a living and has oh, a career? No. Oh no. Go ahead, Chelsea. This is definitely a dude who refers to taking care of his children as a parent as babysitting. You know, just this is what a gross dude. Can we just like shut this story and move on? Like this guy's just gross. <laughs> I'm just. His quotes were so cringeworthy in that. (laughs) Well, she was off coaching. I had to be the stay at home dad for five. So you mean she had a job? So she had a job. You had to make a sacrifice for her career. So so you were, you were taking care of man, like while her salary was covering everything. So you could sleep with her players. Well, I was going to say graciously take care of the children and not worry about, you know, sending them off to daycare and such like, oh, oh, how how rough life must have been for you. And then, oh, your work was undervalued. Talk to every woman in this country. Work is a, a, your work is undervalued. Uh, OK, moving on. There's no I knew it was a no, no, but there's no rule or law that says I can't sleep with athletes of the school i'm working at just go ugh. as their coach as a coach right? as a married coach <laughs> like and i found in a position of responsibility and power she's a terrible person and uh wes was so excited about that story when he read it he thought it was a, just a cute story that he was going to read and yeah. he's like I, I really found this interesting i found this heartwarming and then this all comes out a little bit yeah, later <laughs> Uh, I think that player graduated. I do. I think the player that he's that he uh, had the affair with graduated. But just he's just gross. It everything's gross about that story and about how he tries to justify. Well, I should be allowed to sleep with one of my players and have an affair uh, because my wife made because, me raise my kids. What? Yeah, and because it's only an ethics code violation. <laughs> it's not against pathetic. the law. Just just absolutely pathetic. Uh, we did have the NHL draft. We don't have a ton of information on that before you guys come at us. I know it happened. I know Beard went first overall. But we're cracking fans here. And we didn't have a pick till the 20s. And we're going to celebrate not having a pick till the 20s. Now, we got Eduardo from uh, Chechnya. But he'll be playing for the second place Coachella Firebirds next season so there's not a lot for us seattle kraken fans to talk about during the draft other than yeah beard went number one we all saw that coming it's been predicted since the draft order was announced and since the blackhawks got the number one overall pick we knew beard was going to the blackhawks but one thing we never know when it comes to the nba is what is Kawhi leonard's health situation but he decided to come out and tell us this year everyone he said hey clippers i am a hundred percent healthy is this just a roster move yeah, there's, I'm sorry, there's no way. There's no <laughs> way, like, your body remembers things. Like, you could say, like, 99, 98%, like, definitely ready to <laughs> you play. You go immediately to the science, not the fun, Chelsea. <laughs> you went right to this, like, the science but, of your body is you're not 100% healthy. 
Yeah. I mean, you just, you're just not, in, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in peak physical shape, your body still is just never the same after some of these injuries he's had. So, I mean, you know, like just be a little bit more realistic. Give your fans like a little bit of like wiggle room for like, oh no, he's, he's going to be back, but you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully things will be good, but give them an out if you don't play. <laughs> Which he doesn't. He hasn't yeah. really played since the Spurs. I mean, yes, he he took the Raptors to the championship, won them a championship, but he doesn't really play. And I think Wes, he's I think he's fragile. going for the. He is very fragile. I think he's going for the re-sign contract. What do you think, Wes? The next contract for how much it is? Or no, yeah, I mean, because he's going to get paid the most if he stays with the Clippers. That's going to yeah. be the biggest contract. Yeah. So if he re-signs with the Clippers. He gets the most money, but what reason, what incentive does Steve Ballmer have to re-sign Kawhi Leonard? Because he's missed so many games. They haven't even sniffed a championship since he's been there. What reason would he have if Kawhi was to not say, I'm not 100% healthy? Well, I think the, the reason why they would re-sign him is potential. Mm-hmm. If he really is, if he so is 100% much. or close to 100%, I mean, he's going to be a great player. Yeah, but I mean, there's only so much like hope and potential and like whatever. It's like it's a game, but it's a business, right? Like you have to at some point you have to cut your losses and say like, okay, like we've got to bring something new in here. But the reason why that they would keep him, even if he didn't make this outlandish statement that he's 100% healthy, is just pure stupidity and sunk cost fallacy. Just doing the exact opposite of what I said, not running things like a business and just letting go of like, you know, dead weight, which he very may well be. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to say that about him because I, I do love him as a player when he plays. But yeah, you can't just like keep saying, like, okay, uh, you know, we're all getting on the bus. See, we'll see you next week when we're back from our little road trip. Like, come on. Good luck, sir. He's just, Good luck, sir. He's, he's just general ornamentation at this point. I I don't know what to think of Kawhi's career anymore. I really don't. I, th I thought he was going to be one of the better players, especially one of the better two-way two -way players that we've ever seen. But at this point, he is on the retail contract. What have you done for me lately? To me. And he hasn't done much. He hasn't proven much. He didn't really play last year again. He didn't really play the year before that. No. He's the reason why they spent all their draft picks to get Paul George. He wanted to play with a superstar, and then they didn't win anything. Now we he did talk, get to play with the goat. We we talked about he did get to play with the goat. He did. <laughs> we talked about Damian Lillard earlier, but I want to end this show with this. Wes, do you actually want what's best for Damian Lillard, or do you want him to stay a Blazer? I want him to stay a Blazer. Okay, that's no, it's a real no. fan answer. That's a real fan response. No, that is what's best for him, damn it. Okay, <laughs> having been through a lot of this kind of like conversation around the Blazers, I want what's best for Damian Lillard. It's a hard team to stick with and stand by through all of this crap of all the bad drafts, of all the bad trades, all of that. If he's happier elsewhere, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold the grudge. I'm not gonna boo him the next time he comes into Moto Center. I'm not gonna boo him. You know, ever. Like, just go get yours. Go, go do what makes you happy. But 
And, you know, maybe by offloading that contract, maybe the Blazers will have some room to pick pick someone else out or pick some, do something. Just, that's what I'm just pleading with Blazers to do. Do something. Anything. Please. I don't know why they wouldn't cash in on him right now while it's hot. Like, exactly. I know you've got, there's actually more Wesses than not Wesses. There's more people that are like, Damian Lillard should die in that uniform. He should die in it. Uh, but there's more there's more of that going on than people like Chelsea right now. And I just think, as a fan of the sport, obviously I'm a Warriors fan, as you guys know. But as a fan of the sport, I'm thinking, why would they not trade him and get as much as they could? He's 33 mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. He's 33 this year. Why would they not trade him and get as much back as they could? Like, they could probably get yeah. Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson's not a great piece. But they could get him. They could not get Draymond Green. That would be great. (laughs) I swear, if the shoe was on the other foot, you would be a huge Draymond Green fan. Full circle. All right. Well, we appreciate you bringing us full circle. As always, you can reach us at the Sad Fan Cast. You can reach me at the Sad Fan Twelve. You could hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Sad Fan Podcast Network. It's so great to have the Cole crew back today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Texas, for getting that Transformer fixed. Go ahead, Wes. Stay out of my DMs, Draymond. <laughs> he will not. In fact, he's going to send you photos from what I heard. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. We will see you happy back Fourth next of July. week. Yes, happy 4th of July. America.